Hello all, welcome back to the Queen Sashi Podcast with your girl, Sean Shell Cherie. Now, I've been debating, you know, if the Queen Size Shoe uh, podcast should remain the same or if I should change it into If the Shoe Fits You, which I had already had going for a while. Just, you know, slip me your opinion. Let me know what you think. If it makes more sense, just call it Queen Size Shoe Podcast or If the Shoe Fits You Podcast. Both are going to still be about what we go through, um, getting extended our shoes, who I am, what I'm doing to help this community. But does queen size shoe podcast work or if the shoe fits you? Thoughts, opinions, feedback, whatever you got, throw it at me. All right. Just think on it. You know what I'm saying? Like. I ain't trying to get deep in this. And it's 100 episodes in. And I'm like, you know what? And it's mainly just because this is just my Gemini moon. I communicate and I have these great ideas. And then I'm like, you know what? What about this idea? I feel like all the ideas could work. I mean, if I could, I'd walk around and call it the Queen Size Shoot If the Shoe Fits You podcast. But it's a lot to digest. It's a lot to take in. So, you know, yeah. Anyway, leave me your feedback on that. And I'm going to, on the next episode, continue about what things are like in Brooklyn, a little bit in Manhattan, X, Y, and Z. All right. Love you guys. Peace. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Queen Size Shoe Podcast. It's your baby girl, Chanchelle Cherie. And I wanted to pick up where I left off when I first got to Brooklyn back in 2014, 15. It has to have been 15. Yeah. It was 15 when I got there. August the 15th. Yeah, that was the beginning. I I, I wanted to go right in the middle of the month, you know. Also, too, I felt like it was a blessed day. It was one of my my good friend's birthdays. I felt it was like the time to move at that time. So, next, move to Brooklyn. Prior to me getting to Brooklyn, though, um, I set up a bit of an alignment with my cousin and her landlord for me to come in and live in an apartment on the top floor as opposed to living with my cousin in her apartment. Now, I'm an only child. She's an only child. So we like our only child space, if you will. John loved me and he thought I was cool, pretty, smart, fun time. So he's like, yeah, bring the girl. Let us stay. I don't care. Now, it's funny how time works because... The year prior, the lady that was living in the top apartment, she um, apparently became ill. Uh, She was getting older. She had been in that apartment for about 50 years, and she passed in her 90s. And once that happened, the door kind of opened for me to come in, and I'm like, yo, I'm about to live in a lady's apartment. I didn't know if she passed in there or not, but it was still her place for 50 years. So in essence, her, her energy was still there. When I came in, I saw all of these glimpses, glyphs of Israeli, and come to find out she's a sacred mother. I looked into it because I'm like, yo, this is carved into the walls, like, or some, what is this kind of stuff? You know, I don't know if like a seance gonna go down. I just had to find out. So, um, anyway, there was a lot of protection and sigils all over the house, and mainly 
from the mother of Zerly, who now I'm like, I love that particular goddess. Like she is my ace bone. So very, very, um, what is it called? The synchronicities of how things align. It was just, it was just great, you know? So I moved in and I, I kind of wanted to come and have some fun in Brooklyn, you know, uh, more specifically Clinton Hill. No one to specify. No, I'm just kidding. Bed-Stuy slash Clinton Hill. Clinton Hill is just a gentrified version of Bed-Stuy. Bed-Stuy is still the bomb.com. Don't get me wrong. Clinton Hill is still fun. But it's a bit of, of an expensive neighborhood to live in in Brooklyn. And I was living there for 400 bucks, eating Whole Foods, and taking my retirement money from teaching and investing in my wardrobe because it was going to be brick-ass cold at, some, at that winter. Excuse me. Should I have done that? No, that was dumb. I should have never done that. Um, I should have took the money, half in it, put 50% towards the things that I needed, the other 50%, or maybe even 75% towards the business because I was already able to get the type of living that I wanted for 400 bucks a month. Like, no brainer, all right? Anyway, I digress. Took the money, blew it, was broke within three months but prior to getting broke because I could feel I could see the dry up coming I ran out and found a job <clears throat> randomly I walked into a vintage store Shirley and Alice on Marcus Garvey the owner Kalula was there and I walked in looked around loved the products loved what she was offering it was like hip-hop vintage meets Brooklyn vibe Baltimore vibes it was cool you know and I talked to Kalila for a little bit and asked if they had a position. She said she wasn't sure, you know, but I could bring this and that next time if I'm interested, you know. Um, anyway, all things worked out well. Interview went smashingly well. And I was able to get the job as a visual merchandiser and key holder for Shirley and Alice. You know, things are going good. I wasn't making shit with no real money, but I was able to maintain myself and enjoy my life. Um... Not like enjoy it, you know, like just make it, you know. And so, coldest winter ever. I'm not gonna get it wrong. Uh, very, very cold. And something about that winter felt definitive. I got a phone call soon from my mother, November the 8th, that my grandmother had passed and that I needed to come home to pay my farewells.